They're perfect for each other. Anyway, but they're not going to end up with each other. (laughs) Dear Shandy. Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelor recap, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. You're on my right today. It's the weirdest thing. I don't think this has ever happened. Not since, I think, our first Q&A. However, a bit of housekeeping, we're in Philadelphia right now. Yes, the city of brotherly love. We are the traveling podcast, really. We are. And the seating arrangement, you decide you could not sit on such a deep sofa. That's the deepest sofa I've experienced <laughs> in many years. I yeah. mean, that's like a, that's basically a bed. It seems like a day bed, but it's actually also a pullout. Yeah. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get when you're on the road. You never know. It's a grab bag. Okay, so that's it for housekeeping, I think. We have plenty to get to because it was sex week this week. Are you going to make a song? Come on. Sex week. (laughs) Are we having sex this week? No, wait. (laughs) It's terrible. (laughs) Something like that. I think it's more not are we having sex, it's we're not having sex this week. So you say we are okay, aren't no, no. having sex. Okay, okay, sex, okay. Okay. Sex we No, you're oh, you stay on the okay, melody. <laughs> sex week. But what we're really having done? sex this week. <laughs> okay, let's oh, just get recapping. <laughs> okay, so we pick up. In Krabi, Thailand. Mm. Very cool locale. Really? No, no, we weren't warned at all. No. Just dropped into Krabi. But what I find so funny is like there's there's these episodes where they're like, we're going to Cleveland. Everyone's like, yes. (laughs) And then and then it's just like he's like taking a shower. He's like, yeah, we're in Krabi. And we get B-roll of the women as Zach introduces them one at a time. It was pretty funny. Gabby's was great. She was like, Oh yeah. Totally candid. Okay, and in this intro alone, we get two engaged, but yeah. not one engagement. Nope. But there are plenty to come. Oh, yeah. Starting right now with Word Watch One, Gabby says, It's insane to think an engagement is around the corner. Yeah. And because we did break 10, this is our rule, in case you're new, our rule is when there are more than 10 of a Word Watch, I'm not going to grab the clips. I'm just going to read them to you, and you have to take our word for it. Yeah, that's fair. So already, yeah. if you guessed under 10, You've already lost. I'm sorry. (laughs) Cruel. We get the sepia tone recaps of each relationship. And Zach and Jesse talk. Jesse says, it was this week last time that Zach had his heart ripped out of his chest. I don't know if I totally agree with that because it felt like he was doing the breaking up. Yeah. Zach says, I guess that's not to suggest that if you do the breaking up, your heart is not being ripped out of your chest. It's less your heart being ripped out and you're just going through like really difficult work. I mean, let me tell you, I having done breaking up in my day, it's yeah, it's not a cakewalk. It's a, it's a hard day at the office. Uh, Zach says all you can lean on is trusting your gut, your heart, doing what feels right. And he says what's important to him and what he wants to express to each woman is that no sex on sex, sex week, but we're gonna have, have some, some sex, sex this week. week. That worked. <laughs> He says that talking to Sean Lowe, who did something similar, helped him come to that conclusion. And I was like, why weren't we shown this? Yeah. I would have loved to have seen the conversation, just the yeah. brief exchange that where Sean said, yeah, I didn't have sex with That's any of the That's some good guy talk. Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah. It, it seemed like that would be a pivotal moment, assuming it was influenced by Sean. It's an interesting choice because we heard so much boring advice right? from Sean, but none of the good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Jesse's like, well, you're going to be tempted. 
Jesse's laughing so hard inside. I gotta I say, in this episode, he was just great. It was truly a study in laugh control. <laughs> like, it was amazing. Later on, when Zach tells him what he's done, and Jesse's like, Yeah, it's just like inside <laughs> all his organs are like just like jiggling. Okay, here we get word watch two and three. Zach says, I want my partner to be sure in us that I'm not doing that before an engagement. It's not how I imagine a healthy engagement should start. We agree this is a reasonable way to think. Like, I think yeah. he's got good intentions. Absolutely. I just think if you're going to create this parameter, this is the word of the episode, parameter. I think you got to really stick with it. Yeah. The first rule of no sex week, <laughs> no sex. Exactly. Ariel has her overnight first. Okay. I, I think we have to officially say Ariel. Yeah. She said Ariel. Yeah. This time when she read her fantasy suite date card, she said Ariel. Definitely. Okay. So it's Ariel's overnight. They ride into what appears to be the downtown area. Mm -hmm. uh, they ride on a tuk-tuk, which is yeah. cool. I've always wanted to ride a tuk-tuk. Never rode a tuk-tuk. They explore a night market. This is pretty funny when Zach's pointing at foods. <laughs> he's like, what's that one? And the guy's like, says something. And he's like, oh, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> and Ariel's like, cricket. <laughs> I have to admit, we rewatched this. It did sound like chicken in his defense. Oh, total, totally yeah. sounded like chicken. But it was just funny how he just went on what he assumed based on what he heard instead yeah. of like, context he also wanted to hear chicken he wanted to hear chicken <laughs> so they purchased some larvae mm. and eat them and seem to actually enjoy it we was, were impressed i was very impressed honestly this was some heavy verzaki right here like i wouldn't have done i would have chickened out yeah we no like to we like to make fun of zach but he definitely is more verzaki than we could ever be in this moment i couldn't do it he did it without even missing a beat he didn't make a fuss about it. He just went right in. Yeah. Both of them. Yes. And and Ariel and Ariel's like, that's gonna be tough. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. And Ariel, oh my god, I just can't do it. it. <laughs> I'm just gonna do it with Ariel to be consistent. Yeah, yeah, go with Ariel. Okay. It reminded me of those old school survivor episodes or even fear factor. Like part of a competition would be to eat. Yeah. Really disgusting They've stuff. They've sort of stopped doing that on Survivor. I think that got offensive. It pushed into the offensive territory. On Survivor? Yeah, where they were like eating like a brain or like, it was like, it started getting like kind of sad, the things they were eating. Oh. Okay, so they eat lots of things here. The chemistry is electric. They're mm. making out the whole time. And now they sit and chat. Ariel says she likes romantic dates fine, but she prefers dates like these, grittier dates where they experience things together. Mm. And we agree that Zach seems a little intimidated around her. Yeah, he's kind of like a kid. He's nervous. Yeah. You can sense it. It's cute, though. It is cute. So back at the hotel, we see Gabby journaling and feeling stressed and anxious. She looks out her window, and it's suggested that she can see Zach and Ariel walking hand in hand. Right. Which I think is pure it's edit. Not, I don't yeah, think she could no see way. this. But it does lend to the overall vibe of Gabby this episode, which is self-doubt, her mm -hmm. doubting her relationship. But I do like how she really recognizes that a lot of it is her own self-doubt. Yeah. Gabby's like, a very complete person. What do you mean? She's she's got a lot of self-doubt and a lot of confidence at the same time. Mm, I think that she would argue that she has more doubt than confidence. But I know what you mean because it takes confidence 
to be as quirky and funny and kind of just like marching to the beat of her own drum as she is. Honestly, it takes some degree of confidence just to be on this show for this long Mm. and not like make a fool of yourself. That's actually a good point. Okay, so the evening on the date, Zach takes Ariel to a place called the White Lotus. Yeah, what was up with that? Is that the White Lotus? (laughs) Is that a White Lotus, an affiliate of the White Lotus? Such a good show. Oh, amazing. Okay, I want, I just, because I want to know. Do, do we want to say which season we preferred between one and two? I want to know what our Shandy's thought. Yeah, that's a great question. I, was surprised I want to know too. When my sister said she preferred season one because we preferred season two. Oh, wait, you preferred season one? I preferred season one. What are you talking about? I thought we preferred season one. <sighs> wait, this is not a we situation? <laughs> I don't think so. I thought we were on the same page. Season one clearly better than season two. Mm, no? I really liked season I love two. season two. Yeah. But I thought season one was better. I'm realizing I don't really know how I feel about this. Let's <laughs> skip over this. <laughs> Okay, forget it. <laughs> They're both so good. Well, let's ask. What do you think? Ariel in her ITM expresses excitement about having the whole night with Zach. And they agree their relationship is effortless. They match each other in their adventurousness. Mm-hmm. Ariel says that when she really cares about someone, there's a moment where she retreats. And she doesn't want to do that with him. And she reveals here that she accidentally told her mom she's falling in love with Zach. Mm. I-, I cannot believe this wasn't shown. Last right? week, we were like, why didn't we see any of Ariel's We didn't mom? see anything of her mom. Yeah. You think her mom's just really bad in front of the camera? I don't imagine. I, I find it so strange they didn't show this. I think it would have been very charming. Yeah. And it, and it fits the arc, too. Totally. Yeah. It was right on schedule, really. Yeah. She says she wasn't going to tell anyone, not even him. But she is falling for him. She is falling in love with him. She almost says with an eye roll. And then right after, she goes, so dumb. <laughs> Oh, she's so great. I love it when contestants have these meta moments. She's being a viewer watching herself and like, oh my God, I cannot believe I'm telling him I'm falling in love with him on Fantasy Suite Week. Like that's so dumb. She's breaking the fourth wall, but not in a super cynical way. It's Mm. just, it's actually real. Of course it's dumb. Like, I can't believe this is happening to me. I'm doing the thing that I probably have made fun of in the past. Yes. And I even think that when she watches this back, she'll still be like, oh, that was so dumb. Oh, totally. Zach says he takes love very seriously. He sees a real future with her. They make out and he gives her the fantasy suite card now. He says there's something he wants to talk to her about, though. And here we get Word Watch 4. Zach says, what I envision for a happy engagement and happy marriage, sex being off the table. That was taken out of context, but everyone's just going to take my word for it because I just didn't have it in me to go and capture every full sentence. here. He says he feels a physical connection to her, but, and now we get Word Watch 5, quote, it should be saved for that moment of engagement. Mm, The moment Uh, of engagement? I I don't know if that's correct, but he says engagement... (laughs) So you're having sex and getting engaged at the same time? Okay, she says she doesn't like to plan things in advance and says, quote, I feel like if you set a standard before, like, I'm definitely not going to sleep with you, I probably will by saying no. I, I get that. Yeah. It's a challenge. Yeah. Depending on who you say. Yeah. Depending on who you say this to, they might be like challenge accepted. Of course. Just like later on, Gabby was like, don't worry, I won't try to seduce you. You can see they're all a little like... Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, really? We're not having sex? (laughs) Ariel in her ITM says that she's a little disappointed. She wants to keep that romance alive. I mean, I didn't make it this far, but they're they're wanting to do stuff. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, they've basically been lab rats for the last, I don't know how many weeks, mm-hmm. five weeks or something. Yeah. I mean, they've got to be so horned up mm. at this point. And then it's like, oh, we're definitely not having sex in the fantasy suite. Andy, you said he's got such a different gear when he's into someone. When mm. he's not into someone, he has everything to say. So much to say, so succinctly. Mm-hmm controlled but with ariel he's yeah. kind of like he kind of gets a little giddy boy. turns into a kid that's what yeah. he does with all the like basically with these three women mm-hmm. he's like that and now they're at their fantasy suite ariel comes out in her bikini and andy you said she's going to destroy him <laughs> it certainly felt like that <laughs> am i wrong it kind of remind me of austin powers it's like, like oh we're not having sex <laughs> There's fantastic soundtrack here. It's a little like 70s porn. Yeah, it's good. And it's actually classy porn music. Oh, the whole scene. This whole episode. It's a good episode. It was a good episode. Good I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. Zach in his ITM says there's just this pole with Ariel. A pole? A pole. Oh, a pole. What did you think I said? I thought you said a pole. Which makes sense too, I guess. <laughs> and now in bed, she says, now that we're all dry, want to get warm. Mm. Temptress. And then it's the next morning and she says, you look very well rested. And he says, you're a good liar. And they agree that the night was huge for them. But in his voiceover, Zach confirms that they did not have sex. Yeah. Wow. Give the man a medal. <laughs> okay, so now it's Gabby's overnight. And this is where things get interesting. Hmm. She says, it's so hot. Her self-tanner might melt off. But you know what? He should love me regardless, she says. This is so cute. Yeah. I have felt this way before. Where you're like, oh, you're so self-conscious. You're like, I'm trying to like make myself look more appealing, but it's like possibly backfiring. (laughs) But then you're like, but wait a minute. I should never have had to do this in the first place. You should love me regardless. Hear me roar without (laughs) self-tanner. Turns out they're taking a ship to a private island. They jump into the water and chat on the beach. She says she's gotten in her head. She says in previous relationships, she's felt second, like second place. Mm. And so to get a second fantasy suite feels that way. She says her mind tends to look for things that aren't right. And he says there's nothing to the order. He's just trying to take things day by day. I find it interesting that she knew that it was her. she was second. Yeah, that is interesting. They often don't know this. Interesting. So maybe she did see them walking hand in hand down there. Ah. But even then, how would she know she's second and not third? True. She walks off and cries to her producer now rather suddenly. She's suddenly like, I got to go take a minute. I find it funny in these moments where it's like instead of crying to him, it goes to show how close they become with their producer. In this moment, she's like, I need a second from talking to you. I need to like let something out. She goes to her producer. Yeah, it's like their handler, their therapist. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's there's still a distance. Yeah. Between her and the guy that she might end up engaged to. Mm -hmm. She cries for quite some time here. It's hard to really tell how much of this is actually being said in this moment, but it's suggesting that she's just sort of unraveling, feeling very insecure. Zach comes and finds her. She says feeling second is a big thing for her. It's not him. He was reassuring and all that. He assures her it is special with her and insists the order is not about priority and we agreed here andy that he is so different with gabby versus ariel yeah and we thought that he seems to mirror the energy of whomever he's with yeah i feel like with gabby he's kind of in control it feels like he's more himself 
Yeah. Like with Ariel, it feels like he seems more like a high school kid who somehow the, I don't know, homecoming queen or the sure. head cheerleader. I'm trying to think of someone. He's intimidated. Exactly. He's intimidated. And so he's not fully able to be himself. But even here when he's comforting her, comforting Gabby, you can see he's just sort of like, and I don't know what I'm doing either. And blah, 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 blah. like he almost seemed to mirror her anxiety and her insecurity. Yeah. It's like he felt safe enough with her to just go there. Totally. It was and actually I, endearing. I actually had not great feelings about this season because of Zach. Oh, going into it? Going into it. And like, he's really, he's impressing. I'll be honest. I like Zach. Well, we should say that before watching this episode, when we were, we were having dinner, yeah. and I said, so are you excited for this episode? <laughs> and you were like, I don't know, are you excited? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to say it first. <laughs> I have to admit, I was excited. I, I was excited gotten- and that excitement was consummated. Totally. Even if it was a train wreck and you want you want to hate Zach for making terrible decisions yeah. and you want to judge his choices. And of course, we will critique them. Mm. But I will say he has made for a really unpredictable season. Unpredictable. Which is to me, that's... That's what you want. Yes. Isn't that what you want with everything? That's what you want. And I- that's what he gave us. You get Word Watch 6 here. Zach says, quote, the important stuff for the end of this, an engagement and everything that comes after, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> These are all sentence fragments. So they don't yeah. really make sense on their own. And now it's the evening. Andy, you were into Zach's outfit here. It's my favorite outfit. The white linen, linen buttoned down. unbuttoned, mm-hmm. dark jeans, untucked. brown shoes. Yeah. I mean, sorry, untucked. I meant untucked. What did you say? Unbuttoned. unbuttoned. <laughs> Also unbuttoned in the sense that there's one extra button. Okay. You go that extra button yeah, for the deep V. You do like to wear that. That's a good outfit. Why don't you? You don't, I don't seem mind to, it. You, I just think that it's sort of. Basic. Yeah. I like it. I, I like it's, it's a good basic. It's a high end basic. I think it's crucial that the shirt not be one size too big, which I feel your linen shirt kind of is. Yeah. I swim in shirts sometimes. Yeah, so, I, have a th- I don't have a, I'm not a big man. So in your case, I feel this outfit when you're wearing the linen shirt I have in mind, it tends to look like you're wearing your dad's shirt, like you're a little hmm. boy. Oh, that doesn't make me feel very sexy. <laughs> so, <laughs> You asked me. You asked yeah, it's me. so sad because when I think of myself in the white linen shirt and the dark jeans, I think it's like badass. <laughs> and now I now I'm realizing it. You're right. I probably look like an idiot. We should just get you a better fitted. Yeah, shirt. that's that's the key. Gabby says she likes Zach's outfit, and you were like, Steve. <laughs> Gabby says in her last relationship, she learned she was cheated on and chose to look the other way. She didn't know her value then. And she's done a lot of work to learn what love looks like. And Zach says he's had the worst self-confidence issues in the past as well. Gabby says she's falling in love with him. And in his ITM, he says, with Gabby, it's a puzzle that's all coming together and it feels damn good. He gives her the fantasy sweet card now and proceeds to tell her about his no sex rule. And here we get Word Watch 8. Zach says an engagement is literally a week away. Gabby says sex is important in a relationship and she wouldn't have expected she'd get engaged to someone she's never had sex with. Wow, you can clap faster than that. That wasn't worth the energy exertion. No. <laughs> I'm like exhausted now. Really weird hill to die on there. <laughs> I love that she said this to yeah. his face in the moment. It wasn't saved for her ITM. And then she's like, we'll talk about it later. There's this element to Gabby that's very like, I'm conscious of what I'm saying on camera. And we'll, we'll talk about that later. You know, that's that we don't need to air that out to everyone, which is a bit of foreshadowing for later this episode. Yeah. Gabby, I like. And I'll tell you something. Gabby 
usually with contestants, I find like I like them out of the gate. I'm like, oh, I like that one. And then as the season goes on, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't like them anymore. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. Totally. They just change. Yeah. Gabby, honestly, from episode one to the end has consistently to me been solid. Yeah. I'm and if anything, Gabby. just as we've gotten to know her more, we, we like her more. Yeah. She's everything. I think she's perfect for Zach, honestly. Yeah. I think he's picking Katie. Yeah. But I honestly think Gabby might be better for Zach in a way. Uh, Katie also seems really good for Zach. Yeah. Uh, they're both good. Okay, but, we'll but keep whatever. going. You're yeah. Mincing words I agree, here. though. Personality wise, they're really like yeah. two peas in a pod. Right? She brings out his sort of weird, like. They're perfect self. for each other. Anyway, but they're not going to end up with each other. <laughs> she says here, I won't try to seduce you, which is cute. And in her ITM, she says, At first, I was bummed out, but maybe it'll be great. I can't wait for him to see my skincare routine. <laughs> She's so effortlessly funny. Yeah. They're taken via boat to their very private suite now. Solid soundtrack here. Oh, yeah. It's like Yeah. I'm really impressed with the composers here. It's, it reminded me of Yeah. Bolero. Oh, that really got messed up. But it was definitely inspired by that. Yeah. When they enter the suite, there's a huge bed, and she says, lots of room for activities. Overall, solid A team editing, I thought, for this whole thing going into it and like how it died down. The scene here wraps with Gabby and her ITM saying, Zach says he's not having sex, but I don't know. Maybe he will. It's the next morning now. Zach says growing up, his nickname was Mowgli because he used to walk around in his whitey tighties. What does that have to do with Mowgli? I think Mowgli like always had. Who's Mowgli? A character from the Jungle Book. Oh. I'm going to be honest. The Jungle Book is a bit of a Disney blind spot for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. We found my blind spot. Wow. I I didn't even know Jungle Book was Disney. I mean, I think it is, but that goes to show what a blind spot it is for me. I think I was too scared. Yeah, there was like some big snake in it, as I recall. Yeah, I remember being too scared to watch it, and then I grew up a bit, and it never was Hmm. something I caught up on. But also, whitey tighties. Is that an American order? Because growing up, my dad would say tidy whiteies. I think he may have just screwed it up. I think it's it's tidy whiteies. Or I guess you could say whitey tighties, whatever. Same thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, we must get it right. <laughs> Gabby and her ITM calls it a great cuddle sesh. She says, mm-hmm. quote, we love a good cuddle sesh. Yeah. And I concur. I love a cuddle I sesh. I also like a good cuddle sesh. Yeah, you like cuddling. Yeah. It's cute. Who doesn't like cuddling? I think some people don't. I mean, if you don't like the person, then cuddling is bad. Yeah, cuddling really fills a certain quota. Nothing else is quite like cuddling. I mean, humans, animals, everything wants to cuddle. You go in the in the jungle or even bugs, you see bugs cuddling. Really? Cuddling's a thing. Everything cuddles. Do Just you... Cats cuddle, dogs cuddle, I, elephants. I, Do little... elephants cuddle? Elephants may not cuddle, I'm actually. caught up on the it's bugs. It's dangerous for elephants to cuddle. Yeah, but they, they'll like affectionately yeah. put their trunk on each other. <laughs> put... Put their trunk on Yeah, they will place the trunk. But uh, animals like touch. People like to touch and get all sorts of touches on. That's what they do. It's cute. So are there bugs that like to cuddle? You sure about that? Yeah, cuddle bugs. That's what they call them. (laughs) 
Okay, so they part ways now, and now we get B-roll of Zach looking pretty pensive, and we hear him say that his whole perspective on how he thought the week was going to go has changed because something really special happened in the fantasy suite, and now it feels like he's holding in a secret. But he's super relaxed. He, I gotta say, he's pretty poker-faced. He can be kind of hard to read. I will say that of the three fantasy suites, if it was like, you know, pick which behind which door is the prize, uh-huh. I would have had no idea which of those fantasy suites he had sex during. Mm, yeah, except he just can't keep it in the no. secret. <laughs> He doesn't realize that sometimes it's okay to hold in a secret. So Jesse arrives. Zach says it was an amazing night and picturing a life with Gabby is really easy. And he's like, so do you remember that conversation we had? And Jesse's like, yeah. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) Zach reveals they did have sex and it's what they both wanted and needed for their relationship. But he now feels guilt about saying one thing and doing another. Jesse says it came from a good place, though. And he says, quote, some of these women might need this physical intimacy in order to say yes. I agree I with that. Completely I agree. That's true. Zach says he doesn't regret it, but he feels he has to be honest and intends to tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. And Andy, we agreed here that this is just so much more complicated than it has to be. It's like sometimes it's okay to say less, to share less. If you planned on not having sex in the fantasy suites, that's totally great. Yeah. I applaud you. You know, I understand why you would want to do that out of respect, out of, you know, just to not confuse things. Totally. Don't I actually have no issue when leads choose to do that. Don't tell everyone that you're not having sex. It's yeah. never a good policy in any situation. Yeah. It's never a good policy to say we're not having sex. Uh-huh. Just don't have sex. <laughs> Especially if then when you do have sex after having said you're not going to have sex, you then feel the need to tell everyone that, in fact, you did have sex. Yeah. You're making everyone suffer for your mistake. Yes. Just don't have sex. His double mistake. First was saying he wasn't going to have sex. Then was having the sex after having said it. And so then he thinks that, I don't know, three wrongs are going to make a right. I applaud the intention of what he was trying to do. I get it. It makes total sense. It's like you're respecting everybody. You don't want to cause problems you want to be clear-minded to some degree but just don't have sex (laughs) and then if you say you're not gonna have sex and you do have sex don't tell everybody we agreed andy in this episode it felt like producers have gotten to him well that's the thing i think zach was talking to producers because i respect zach i think zach sort of makes pretty good decisions especially for a 26 year old Mm -hmm. but i think he was like yeah i'm really not planning on having sex with anybody and they're like you should really talk about that Mm. I think people would like to know that. Yeah, make sure everyone's on the same page. Yeah. And I think they pushed him to do that. It felt like that. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't seem natural for him to do that. The decisions seem produced. I will... I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt here. I agree with you in that... I actually find it kind of irksome when everyone always blames production and producers for everything. Right. I find that happening more and more. It's funny. When I first started recapping way back in 2014, I'm not, not to pat myself on the back, but when I was like, think about this, the producer probably said this and then this happened. Back then it was sort of like, oh yeah, I don't think everyone was looking at it through that lens. But now I think we've swung so far in the opposite direction where everything is production's fault. Right. Everything a producer told someone to do. And I think it's just a lot more nuanced than that. But that said, in this case, this felt out of character for him to be so, uh, how do I word this, 
narrow-minded and like self-interested in his revealing this stuff. I agree. It felt like it was all for him, for his conscience. He didn't seem to think of how it would make the other people feel. At one point, Katie said, put yourself in my shoes. Think about my perspective. I think he got twisted around. And to his credit, it's not easy in this situation. He's now now looking through the looking glass. I mean, this is absolute (laughs) insanity, the place he's in. But I (laughs) I do believe sincerely that Zach did internally say, I'm not having sex this week. That was his decision. It's not like producers were like, hey, maybe you shouldn't have sex this week. And he's like, what? The decision to air it, I do believe was definitely pushed by producers. Yes. And it sunk him. It made him look like an idiot. It made him look like a 26-year-old. Not (laughs) not that any 26-year-old's an idiot, (laughs) but 26-year-old, I believe, is not fully experienced enough to be in this situation on national Mm. TV. Okay, so now it's Katie's overnight. And I wrote, oh, wait, never mind. Because Zach swings by Gabby's room first. Yeah. He pulls a cat. He does. Yeah. And I don't know if he kisses her, though, before Katie's date. Was there a kiss? Well, there was a lot of intimacy. Might as well have been a kiss. And she says, aren't you supposed to be on a date right now? (laughs) Zach says he had the best time with her last night. was huge for them. He wants her to be fully aware that he is really in his head about the declaration he's had and how it has evolved. He says she made him feel so special and he wants to be fully transparent with everyone involved about... You know, and then she's kind of like, she gives him this look. She's like, are you really sharing this right now? And I don't blame her at all because no. I would also be giving that look. You know what that look was? That was the, um, you ever watch Different Strokes? The no, I'm sorry. The I have a feeling 80s. people are going to be like, oh my God, you've never seen Different Strokes, but no, no I No, I have not. a feeling most Shannies won't know what Different Strokes is, sadly. It's well, from a okay, ways Okay, but back. now that you've said that, people are like, of course we know what Different Strokes is, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Different Strokes is my favorite show. Okay. And Gary Coleman, his catchphrase, it was a good catchphrase. It's okay. a good catchphrase. All right. Was, what you talking about, Willis? That was his older brother. Okay. And I think that perfectly encapsulates the look Gabby gave him. He's like, you just told millions of people, Uh including my grandmother, that we had sex. Like, why am I suffering for your sins? Yes. Yes. It... uh, He wants such full transparency that he's not considering what he's ruining on the way to get there. Yeah. He's cleansing his soul at the expense of everyone else, of the people he cares the most. Yes, totally. She says this, Gabby handles this so well. She's, she's kind of like a little shy, like half covering her face. She's like, I didn't realize you were so bothered. (laughs) And she says she wasn't bothered by any of it. It just felt like it was just between them. Like it was private. Yeah. And in her ITM, she says she feels like some trust was broken. I thought it was just between us and now it's between us and everybody else. Well, think about this. I would be so pissed. Think about this. Like, Okay, this is a show, so we think this is, oh, this is in show world. Uh-huh. But it's not. Think about this in the real world. Let's say it's no different, really, if you think about it, than him being at some big, like, birthday party or something and being, like, like, like clicking his glass, like, okay, okay, everybody, one second. I had sex with Gabby. I said I wasn't going to have sex, but we had sex. She seduced me. I don't know what to tell you. Also, not to go in this direction but it's different for a woman than a man especially with this the the viewership of this show it's not the first time that you would see a woman getting slut shame absolutely for having sex on this show i feel like he wasn't thinking 
at all. <laughs> no, he wasn't thinking at all. Yeah, I wanted to say like two steps ahead, but really at all. Like I don't understand how he thought this was the right choice. I think production planted a seed that grew into an absolutely terrible tree. Yes. I agree with that. Okay, so we agree in general. She's well within her right to be bugged by this. Uh, he says he's falling in love with her. So he uh, almost he sees that she's not thrilled with this no. and starts to flail a little. Yeah. He's like, I'm falling in love with you. He says he doesn't want anything to get in the way of that. She's fucking special. And then he says again, I'm falling in love with you. And she would be someone awesome to go through life with. And this sort of softens her heart. I think, understandably. And she thanks him for coming to talk to her. And this is where we were like, okay, Zach is in way over his head. Like, it didn't feel like he was planning to tell her that he was falling in love with her. No, it kind of was a panic thing. It felt like a thing. I, I, I hate to say it, but it's like those situations that a lot of us have found ourselves in where we do something really bad to someone that we're not that into romantically. And then because they get so upset, we try to dig ourselves out of the hole by telling them how much we care about them. Yeah. It's and it's like, a human thing. It happens. It's happened, I think, to almost everybody. I'm reminded of a Q&A question where the woman was not thrilled with her proposal. She's a romantic and her guy, I guess, proposed like right after a fight with oh, no fanfare. Yeah, yeah. And actually, you've done that, too. With Margie, you proposed uh, after, a fu- after a fight. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why everyone needs to know that, but... <laughs> no, you've revealed it before. Oh, well, good on me then. <laughs> Everybody knows everything. Yeah, well, that's how we can speak with such confidence. Yeah. It's because we've experienced these things ourselves. Open books. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I have totally, when I felt on the verge of losing someone that I wasn't even necessarily sure I wanted... Like if like I wasn't sure if I wanted to stay in that relationship, oh, yeah. but if it felt like they were retreating from me, I was not ready to lose them. It's like, oh, but wait. Oh, absolutely. Actually, I, I love you. I have friends that are literally married with kids <laughs> in like high school who yeah. are in that situation. Totally, totally. Okay, so Katie's overnight date take two. They're exploring a mangrove forest by Clear Kayak. Mm. I love me a it's Clear a, Kayak. It's a good date. Solid. A, a clear kayak ride through a mangrove forest in Thailand. Mm-hmm. And it was That's a rainy a day and it didn't affect it's it at deli- all. It's haunting. It was yeah. delightful. It was magical. Yeah. And this is all to the tune of sort of awkward, ominous music. And we hear lots of Zach voiceovers talking about his guilt. Mm. They sit and talk and Zach seems to be on the struggle bus here. And as he begins to tell Katie everything, it, Andy, you were moaning. Oh, Zach. Oh, no, no don't do it. He says a lot has changed. He would never lie to her. He was intimate that week. This whole journey has been about doing what feels right. And now he's like, where are you at? (laughs) Where are you at? (laughs) You know, it's so funny. He, you can tell he felt relief getting it off his chest. Yeah. And then he's like, okay. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm good. What's happening with you? She says her heart is racing and she says going into it, she knew that this could potentially happen, that he would have sex with other people, but it sucks to think about it. And we agreed here, Andy, that that air of mystery was robbed from her. The whole thing about sex is don't talk about it. Mm. Just do it or don't do it. Yeah. That's how it's done. This was an amateur mistake on Zach's part. Amateur. Even say amateur, it's like this was, it was like childlike. It was. It was, you know what it was? It was like, oh, it's sex. I just learned what that means. You know what it was? I know what it was. You ever see the movie Big with Tom Hanks? I love the movie Big, but it makes me cry. 
Oh, every a lot of things make you cry. It's cute. You like you cry at movies. Uh. I love that you cry at movies. Uh. But in Big, he does actually sleep with a woman, a yeah. grown woman, uh. even though he's technically well, that, that's really messed up to me. It is, but it's the looking 80s. Back, you could do whatever you want yeah, back then. It's great. But looking back, I'm like that. Ugh. But he was a kid. He was like 12 or something. Okay. Or 11. I don't know. But he slept with a grown woman as a man body, you know, whatever. As Tom Hanks. We all know the plot of Big, I assume. But that's what this felt like. This felt like Zach was big. And he's like, so, okay, I just want to tell you that I did this thing. Like, I I put my penis inside that other girl. And I I really like you, though. And I just want you to know because I don't want to be a jerk. I don't know what's going on. I'm 12. Yeah. Where are you at? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. You want to play some video games? She said it. She figured it could be the case. But him telling her, confirming it, she gets that he wanted to tell her. But honestly, she could have gone without hearing that. (laughs) I mean, can we give another round of applause? I love it. These women are so likable. I love I their ability to say these things in the moment to his face. Yeah. I think that there are people in the situation who, even if they were uncomfortable, they would pretend to be more comfortable and they would be like, oh, well, I appreciate you telling me. She's like, I could have gone without hearing that. Like, why did you tell me that? Yeah. In the moment. In a very mature way. They don't freak out. Yes. They just tell it like it is. They're just like, that's weird. Why did you do that? Yeah. And he says, sorry here. And she's like, you don't have to apologize. That's not the point that you did it. It's just hard having it confirmed. It's yeah. like it took him a beat or two to realize what she was upset about. It wasn't him having sex with someone else. It was yeah. about him telling her about having sex with someone else. And again, I think I really don't I don't want to give him too much excuse for this. Uh-huh. But I do think this is a maturity thing. Like it's not it's not that he's immature. It's that he hasn't had enough relationship experience to realize that when you feel bad about something, mm. you shouldn't make your loved ones suffer yeah, for it. Yeah, your That's, guilt. Yeah. yeah, you want to relieve your guilt by airing it out. Yeah, but it's a mistake he'll learn from. Like this is, I, I'm sure I made this mistake too, this kind of situation mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, I feel better now, but wait a minute. I don't think I should have told them that. And he'll never do that again. Yeah, he's now I, learned. Totally. So when he's 27 he's, or 28, he's not going to do this again. Well, and this, there's an argument to be made that, he is a little young. To He's be young. Bachelor. He's a because young I'm bachelor. You, He's 26. A, a man 10 years older than him, a 36-year-old man, would never, never would have do done this. this. And would never say no sex week. He would just <laughs> do no sex. Or he would do sex and be like, well, I'm glad I didn't say no sex week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a specific kind of honesty. Yeah. I think it must stem from wanting to be a good person, feeling like a good person, trying to prove what a good person you are. And I'm not saying it's malicious at all. No. But I think that there's a specific kind of honesty where you feel relieved. You feel your guilt is just cleared by t- by saying it, by being honest. But it's not taking into account that the person you're telling might really not want to hear it. Yeah. And so what you're doing is you're just transferring it. You're just transferring it on that discomfort onto someone else. Yes. But it was with good intentions. And yes, yeah, the road to it- hell is paved with good intentions in this case, for sure. But I don't believe that Zach meant it to be malicious. What I do believe is that he slipped into selfishness accidentally. I don't think he meant to be that way. Yeah. I well, think he it was thought very selfish. He was acting selfishly. And I don't think in a way that was malicious. He was like, I'm going to kill two birds with one stone. I'm going to make them realize I'm so honest, Mm -hmm. make them feel, oh, everything is open and I feel so safe and also cleanse my soul. But what he didn't realize is it was just selfish. Yeah. And the other thing that comes to mind is like, I think he could have been this honest, but not 
on camera. Yes. Like he easily could have found a time to tell Gabby, maybe if he ends up with Gabby, he could tell her after when they get their phone, you know, I don't know, right after filming ends, he could be like, by the way, this happened. I think many leads have done things along those lines in the past. Or a, a, the, the the second worst way to do it would be in the fantasy suite where there's no cameras. Yeah. He easily could have told, and I think that would have been really bad timing if, <laughs> if they're like in the fantasy suite. He's like, by the way, I've had sex with Gabby. It would have been better than the way it he did it. Been better. At it, least we wouldn't know about it. At yeah. least three or four or five million other people yeah. wouldn't know about it. Yeah. It's really, it was so short-sighted. And I hate to say it's selfish, even though he is, I know he doesn't mean to be this way. Yeah. It's for his own morality. It's so interesting. He's so focused on taking responsibility and falling on his own sword that he doesn't think about all the explosions going on around him in order for him to do that. It's it's a very benevolent hubris. Yes. He says she means so much to him. He felt like he needed to tell her and now he's kicking himself. She And she's laughing, by the way. But I love how she says that. She's like, I'm laughing because it's a coping mechanism for me. It's not because I find this funny at all. I love that she said this. <laughs> yeah. She does have a coping mechanism. Yes. It's super cute. Yeah. I love how she was like, I'm laughing right now because it's a coping mechanism, but I'm really not. This isn't funny to me. Like while she's laughing, it was super cute. Very yeah. relatable. Yeah. She asks, what did you expect? What would you like my reply to be? That really sums it up right yeah. there. It what? goes to show that he didn't really think that one step ahead. He was hoping for, oh, thank you for being honest with me. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And let's get on with the mangroves. And now they head back and Katie walks off with her producer. And we actually see this producer's face, by the way. Yeah, what's up with that? Andy, you called it a real star turn. Yeah. It was almost weird seeing her producer. Yeah. Face. I was like, I'm not supposed to be seeing this. No, I guess they couldn't find a camera angle where they didn't see her face. They it, just were like, we have to do this. It almost felt like they were like, you can see it. You, you seem to be interested. So here Maybe you go. it was a test. They're like, let's see how people feel about seeing producers' faces. Maybe they'll be into it. Let's do a marketing test. <laughs> Katie says that she's supposed to go into that night, but she's not happy. I, wouldn't I was watch. actually not totally sure she was going to go into the evening part of the date. Yeah. She was really pissed. It, rightfully it so. It felt like there might have been a going home situation. And Andy, here you said, I wonder if the thought of losing her might increase her stock. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. There's something to be said for that. Oh, yeah. Just as we said earlier, if you feel like someone might be turning away from you, you're like, but wait, I love you. I'm not ready to lose you yet. I do think he's picking Katie still. This episode kind of confused me, I'm going to be honest. But the idea of losing her, I think, over this was like... Well, for the first time in many episodes, I felt that maybe had fate acted differently. Yeah. <laughs> that happens. Does fate act in a certain way or is fate just fate? It's a good question. Very it metaphysical. Is. Wow. Yeah. I believe that fate is just, it's it. So from the second the universe is created, everything's going to happen exactly the way it did. That's you can make you a scientific explanation for that. Quantum mechanics throws a monkey wrench in that a little bit. Anyway, off topic. But <laughs> my point is, is that I, for the first time, felt that it's possible that he kind of wanted to pick Gabby. I was like, wait, maybe Gabby's winning. And I think that this twist may have turned him back to Kate. Is that crazy? It's, you know, it's not crazy at all because many former leads have said something along the lines of like, I was really into this person while I was with them, but then I would go on a date with my other final you know, two or three person and then think it was really them and then go on another date with someone else and really think it was them. It's like when you get to this few people, you start to become really confused yeah. and each one you spend that day with them and you think that's it. Yeah. Anyway, I think a case could be made that the thought of losing Katie made him really want her more. That would be just very human nature of him. But I also do think that he really likes Katie. 
So the question is, was Katie always the pick? Or did this decision change the course of history to making Katie the pick? But it's, therefore, she was always the pick. <laughs> oh. I do feel this is where the power, you see the power dynamic shift here. Yeah. She forgives him. She's the one in control now. And notice they don't have sex. She makes a point of saying that oh, later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now <laughs> we're not going to have sex. That's what I always look for is that sort of equality dynamic where mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's all up to the lead. The right. contestant is an equal, or sure. if anything, maybe the one holding the... Especially at the very end. Yes. Yeah. And I do think that Katie... And we've all been in this situation, I feel, at least I have, where like you really wrong someone you love, mm-hmm. and their forgiveness is like... It's like elation. Mm. You just feel so much love, and they're like, oh, thank God you forgave me. Now mm-hmm. I just want to like make it up to you forever. Yeah. And we've been there. Mm-hmm. It's just like a chemical thing. I think this may have happened here. It definitely happened a little. If, yeah. it, if it didn't change his decision, it definitely helped. I agree. Okay, so they seem to skip the dinner portion. Well, there's still dinner. There's some spring rolls. There was a, <laughs> so many spring rolls that are not going to be eaten. You know, those are going to get eaten. Production's eating those. There's nothing wrong with a cold spring roll, in my no, opinion. No, those are that's easy food. That's easy leftover. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they have a meal where it's like you know that's just going right in the garbage. I'm but never I, growing out of spring rolls. Can I just say spring rolls are great food. You get everything you want. Yeah, yeah. If, as long as they're not too oily. I don't like when they're too oily. And then you just dab them with you dab paper them. towel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're already in their fantasy suite, basically. I think that the whole thing took up a lot of time because yeah. suddenly they're already in the fantasy suite and the, their dinner has just been moved over to their lounge area. And he says leaving that day, he was really worried. He cares about her and he cares about this. He wants to figure this out. She says, honestly, she wasn't sure if she was going to show up that night. Ooh, I love that she says I believe this. her. Yeah. Canadian. She says the last time she saw him, she said she was falling in love with him and all she wanted that day was to strength in the relationship you feel bad for her she was just just wanted a date that's it she just wanted a mangrove kayak yeah okay now we get word watch nine and ten he says i would never want you to feel like i have any secrets before an engagement because i take this lifelong like an engagement it's starting a life yeah that believe it or not that actually was pretty true (laughs) he reveals he used to rat himself out as a kid due to catholic guilt and you can tell she's pretty endeared by this by him talking about how he would run to his parents and be like i did this bad thing she starts to smile here she says she can see he's upset at her being upset and that they can get through this yeah that's the right yeah i think she i think he's making a good case for him being sort of a endearing idiot in this situation Mm -hmm. and andy you said now he's gotta have sex with her and he gives her the fantasy sweet card but hey it's right there the bed's just right over there (laughs) they're already there they make out and andy you said so really it's just no sex with ariel week (laughs) but you were wrong because katie later on says that they didn't have sex no sex at least she said that now we don't know what to believe (laughs) (laughs) okay so now it's the rose ceremony gabby says it feels like he's cleared his conscience at the expense of my heart and my trust was broken yeah i mean that deserves a round of applause so maybe a flashpoint i think oh my god flashpoint shall we (laughs) you don't give me any warning but you did it you were there you were there i was panicked i saw you saw you go like this and i was like So I think that's a flashpoint. I do. She words it so well. He cleared his conscience at the expense of other people. Good for her to have the nerve to say that. Totally. Like a lot of people were just like, don't, don't, don't rock the boat. She said the truth. Yeah. And these are examples of Gabby showing that she may struggle with self-doubt or self-esteem and things like that. 
But moments like this, she's got a backbone. She is confident. Yeah. Maybe not as much as she wants to be, but I know a lot of people that might not have said this in this situation. They would be afraid to. Absolutely. The truth will set you free. More truth. More truth. Unless you're Zach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> not good timing for that quote. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, Zach now, before the rose ceremony, gives a speech about making mistakes, and he apologizes to everyone, and then gives roses to first Katie. It felt like he had to give that rose to Katie first. I think that was his gesture to Katie, because mm. he had two choices. One was send Gabby home to really tell Katie, like, yeah. it's you, yeah. my bad. Uh-huh. That was a hardcore move. Yeah. The other one was to just give Katie the rose first. Yeah. And he did that. And which leaves Gabby feeling pretty shitty, understandably. Pretty but first, Zach walks Ariel, Ariel out, and this is easily the hardest thing he's ever had to do. He says he calls her one of the most interesting, intriguing, respectful, mature, intelligent women he's ever met. Mm. And she whispers now, i got to point this out. Very Charlene move. It is very me to, uh, yeah. to, to break into a whisper as you depart this show. Mm-hmm. She says she couldn't have done it with anyone else. She's happy she got to know him. And Andy, here you called Ariel the closest to me, meaning myself, as a contestant on this show that you've mm-hmm. ever seen. Yes, without a doubt. Just behaviorally. Everything about her personality in general, but also the whispering at the end. Okay. Where she really did genuinely want that to be just between the two of them. Mm. I think also a sort of emotional reservedness. Yeah. And some people said that they think that might have been a contributing factor to Ariel not becoming a bachelor. And I think there's a lot of truth in that. She barely even cried here on her car. It was just like a misty eyedness. She didn't even have close to the amount of tears. I think literally when they picked the bachelorette, they weigh, (laughs) they like have one of those scales, old timey scales. And they're like, how many? uh, Oh, this is the bachelorette. That's a lot of water. It's like not to bring up Survivor again, but like one of those challenges where they have to like run back and forth with a bucket of water and fill this thing that eventually will go like oh, yeah. this the first person to go <laughs> so that's exactly it well done in her car ride home ariel says that she's hurt she wonders when it'll finally click with someone and oh it'll said, click yeah we said we were negative worried about yeah, it's ariel gonna, click. it's gonna click hard oh that's such a good feeling when something clicks hard yeah i mean literally when you click something into something and it's like click. oh yeah you ever have one of those usb cords where you put it in, it's like it's like it's like it's almost like putty it's like, oh i hate that it's all always yeah, you're like is that in meanwhile this right here oh that clicks that's one of the most satisfying clicking things I i've ever forward. seen i look forward to clicking these in the way i oh. used to as a child look forward to pressing buttons for an elevator Oh, you notice how I'm always quick to set this up. I'm like, click. So cute. (laughs) I mean, you're right. That is an amazing click. It is. So while Zach and Ariel are gone, Katie and Gabby are whispering, holding their roses. Katie says, I know you were the only one. Interesting thing to say. Yeah. What what was the point of that? I think she was saying this to make Gabby to sort of be like, wow, you're really pulling ahead or something like that. But it, I don't know what the purpose of this, because Gabby now is like, well, I feel kind of insecure. She says, I feel like I have an A on my chest. Well, I think if anything, Katie was reinforcing the scarlet letter. Kind of an interesting choice on Katie's part to do this. I don't think it was out of malice. No, I think she was, because I think they're friends. I think she was like, you know, the same way, I'm trying to think of another example. It's hard when you're dating the same guy, but on this show, you might be like, oh, he like he definitely likes you best. He did yeah. this with you. He gave you that group date, Rose. He blah, blah, blah. He definitely likes you. And meanwhile, the other person's like, no, he definitely likes you. Like, it's just right. such like a girlish, like girlfriend thing to do. Sure. But in this context, 
it didn't really land as well as I think she meant for it to because Gabby already was feeling a little insecure about the world knowing that they had sex. Yeah, and she brought more attention to it, but also in the same vein kind of told America that I didn't have sex. Yes, totally. So She revealed there yeah. that they didn't have sex. They had never said it anywhere else they in the never, We would never have known. Yeah. We would have actually kind of assumed that they did. As you said, Andy, earlier, it's just no sex with Ariel week. Yeah, that's wrong. what told us. Yeah. Was, was Katie saying that as, as a whisper to her friend? Yeah. It was an interesting call. Interesting, yeah. yeah. As they toast now, Gabby says in her ITM that he's only making eye contact with Katie. And the edit, I don't know if this is true or not, but the edit does suggest this. They always I, show him laughing f- at Katie, smiling at Katie, talking to Katie. It's hard for me to believe that she wasn't telling the truth. We get Wordwatch 11 here. Gabby says, I need questions answered before I can move forward with an engagement. And that brings us, Andy, to the end of the episode. Our credits, cute monkeys are coming after Katie. It's great. It's so cute. It's so cute. They, for some reason, are not into Katie. Or maybe her dress. Or maybe they're into her. Maybe that's their she, way of she showing She said maybe affection. they don't like purple. They don't like <laughs> It's possible. I thought she was going to try to pet them. And it looked Ooh, like she might have. you don't pet but, monkeys. Oh, you don't? Oh, it's a bad move. Wait, so... If I had been in that situation, monkeys were coming towards me like that. A little you just like don't, don't, don't go. Yeah, what monkeys were they can do? bite, oh, and, they would... and if they bite, there's some bad things you might be able to get. Oh, yeah, you you don't want to mess with monkeys too much unless they're super obviously friendly monkeys, and there's some like zoo trainer there who's like, oh, you can pet the monkey. Oh, okay. You just don't <laughs> look look at monkeys, say ah, but don't pet the monkeys. Oh, that would be tough to resist. I know, I know it would be. <laughs> This was our favorite credit of the season, just because of the monkeys. It was great. They were very cute. I love monkeys. So, Andy, that brings us to your A game. Who is your winner this week? Well, originally, I was thinking nobody. I okay. didn't sense any strong game. But I will have to, by default, give it to Gabby, because she did manage to have sex in the <laughs> fantasy suite. Her game was that good. I mean... It turned the whole episode on its head. That's how good her game was. Gotta give credit. Yeah. I do think Gabby does have a certain quirky, under-the-radar game. Stealth game. Yeah. She's the kind of person who, not to bring up Survivor again, but who wins Survivor because she skirts under the radar. And you know, I'll be honest with you, the person I would have expected to have sex in the fantasy suite the least was Gabby. Totally. I completely agree. We said last week, the person he was having sex with was the person we thought he was going to choose. Yeah. And... We, because we think he's going to choose Katie, we thought he had sex with Katie. And, you know, Ariel, like, sure, we think he's really attracted to her. Yeah. But Gabby definitely has more of that girl next door vibe. Yeah, it felt more Disney. Yes. Like it was going to be a clean fantasy suite. Yeah, somehow. No. no. See, this is why we like the you know, season. It keeps us guessing. Yeah. All right, Andy, that brings us to a very exciting word watch segment. Big. Yeah. Big. big huge. Huge. Okay, so first of all, 11 engagements. That's the record of the season, I think. Yeah. And how many correct guesses were there? There were 10. Very few. Very few. Yeah. And our winner is Beth Wenger. Congratulations. You are the winner of $100 to one of my all-time favorite Etsy shops, Furano Studio. Please email us by this Friday at midnight to claim your prize. And for all the people who have been asking me, this happens every season, Mm -hmm. where people are like, what was that jewelry brand you like? What what was that? I always link the WordWatch sponsor in the description of that episode. And actually, Melody from Furano Studio gives a promo code code so it's linked below if you want to check Ferrano Studio out and for next week Andy what is the word? It's a big deal finger in keeping with tradition finger yes mm-hmm. I always like finger finger's the best that's always going to be the finale it's never changing someone said finger in this episode 
They did. Mm-hmm. There was one finger. <laughs> we count words that aren't even in the word watch. Yeah. That's how diligent we are. This is... <laughs> <laughs> or how little a life we have. There was also that... one incorrect usage of I. <laughs> <laughs> sad to think how much of our brain space is being oh, used up on stuff what like a waste. this. Okay, so this is a particularly exciting word watch. Oh my god! Because we have a new prize and it's good. Well, you you could say this is a grand prize. Yes, the grand finale prize. Yeah. Yes. So if you would like to join in the Shandy Word Watch fun, you will comment below this YouTube video or over on the Instagram post for this recap using the numeral the number of times you predict the word finger will be uttered in the finale. And this only includes the actual filming of the show. If there's some sort of after the final rose or studio segment, that is not included. Finger can only be uttered while they're filming the show up into the engagement. Mm -hmm. If you guess correctly, you will be entered in a draw and then one name will be plucked and that person will win a brand new Lomi. Am I the only one applauding? This is a huge prize. You've heard. Huge. It's worth $500. Yeah, that's big. That's a grand prize. Yeah, it's by far the biggest. That's a half a grand prize. (laughs) (laughs) It's by far the highest value prize we've ever given away in the Word Watch. And we're so thankful to Lomi for sponsoring this giveaway. When we got approval for this, we were like, amazing. We've been dreaming about it. Yeah, we want to spread the Lomi love. And so you've heard us advertise Lomi before. It's an electric countertop composter that eats up your food waste, your scraps, your leftovers, the parts of vegetables or whatever that you don't eat. Eggshells. And you fill it to the top and with a press of a button, it turns all that food waste, which would otherwise go to landfill and turn into methane. Or stinky garbage. Yeah. Well, it starts out as stinky garbage and becomes methane. Yeah. Yeah, which is horrible for the environment. Instead, with the press of a button, it turns into soil, which then you can put on your plants. It's the greenest thing I can imagine. It's the closest thing I can remember to when I was a little kid and I got some great electronics gift Mm -hmm. on my birthday. Yeah, it's like the adult version of that, of the coolness factor and the excitement level. There's not a single day that I don't have some sense of excitement, some little dopamine rush (laughs) by putting food in or pressing that button or taking soil out. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. And it's the easiest way. If you feel guilt about the environment, which we all should, Mm -hmm. it's the easiest way to be environmentally proactive. Yes, Totally agree. And it has changed our lives. We love our Lomi. Yeah. So you have a chance to win one huge prize. So be sure to get your guesses in by this Friday at midnight. And yeah, let the games begin. I'm excited for this one. Me too. So finally, Andy, it's time for our predictions. Shall we? I mean, I feel like everyone knows what we think. We both think Katie's winning and that next week going home is Gabby. But we have to discuss for a second because... I'm a little torn. I'm becoming torn. I just can't help but think that Zach wouldn't, after what Gabby had told him that day, her fears of being second, her Mm -hmm. insecurities, she has, you know, she really let it out. For him to have sex with her if he wasn't going to pick her, it seems really cruel. But but don't we have precedence for this in other seasons? What do you mean? Where someone has had sex with someone in the fantasy suite that they didn't pick? Yeah, but that person earlier in that day didn't cry about always feeling second. Okay, but that's and, that's a nuance. And didn't and 
he made a point of making a big show about not having sex, <laughs> smart move, yeah. and then did have sex with her, which would only reinforce her feeling of specialness. It would just feel very deceptive and like he's really pulling the rug out from under Gabby for him not to choose her at this point. I agree, but I don't think Zach's going to act purely on principle here. I think Zach really wants to pick the person he, he wants to spend the rest of his life with. I if, believe that. Yeah, and I think he really, there's something electric with Katie. We yeah. can't deny it. We gotta give him credit. Like this is a great season, and that I really don't know. It's the first time we've really not known in a long time. Yeah, and but been... I do know. <laughs> it would just be really heartbreaking if she ended no. up being. She's going to be a casualty of war. That's <sighs> all there is to it. I mean, he tried. He did things wrong, but in the end, Zach's going to pick the one he really wants to be with. And I think that person is Katie. I mean, I do agree. I do agree. And this could all be that thing. You know, every season you think someone's going to win and then something happens that makes you go, uh. Yeah. I mean, that's that's happening right now. I honestly think this was all almost calculated to make us doubt that it was Katie. Oh, God. That's sick. (laughs) It's so sick. Okay. I think that's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. We're going to go enjoy Philly now. Yeah. Yeah. Philly's a good city. We like Philly. Yeah. Good food. It's kind of got, it's like a bizarro New York City. Yeah, totally. Okay. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you. And that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews and tell your friends and generally do all of the things that you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy for the grand finale. Bye bye. 